Welcome to Discurious Media. This is That's a Crime. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back with another crime. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay. I'm ready to talk. (laughs) Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, this crime is uh, very recent, as we've covered some very recent crimes, but just happened last week. And it also deals with some technology which we're going to get into. It's a discussion. It's a lot of things. But uh, today we are breaking down the true crime story of the man uses Apple AirTag to track down and kill person who stole his vehicle in 2023. Whew, a lot to unpack there, yeah. Sal. Yeah, a lot of things happening. A lot of things. But I think we should start with Apple AirTag. Before sure. we get into the crime... And there's obviously a killing. Let's get into Apple AirTag because if you know, you know. But if you don't know what that is, we'll just talk about it. Are you familiar before I dive into some of the explanations? Well, Jason, as you know, I was an Apple iPhone user for about 10 years. I went, uh, I think I had Apple iPhone 3, then I had 5, and then that's when I went Samsung. So I've had Samsung now about the last five years. And as you know, on the fence about going back to Apple. So no, I don't have an experience with Apple AirTag. Okay. Well, you should come back to Apple, but that's a whole other (laughs) thing. So it's Apple's coin size, very small, Bluetooth tracking device for keys, suitcases, pets, no, uh, et cetera. And it costs about $29. So very inexpensive way to track. In fact, I saw that if you bought four, it's $100. So you Is can there even a membership? save. Uh, no, no membership. Just okay. you own it. You can track that device. There's other nice. companies on the market, but this is really about Apple AirTag. And it doesn't need to be charged. It has a real battery that should be replaced about every year. Okay. So there is that. Um, what is Apple AirTag's range, you just might ask me. And, uh, I did. I, I will ask yeah, you. Yeah, I, I kind of felt that you may hit me with that one. So AirTags need to be within 33 feet of an iPhone or other device in the Find My Network for its Bluetooth signal to register. Okay. This means as long as an AirTag is within Bluetooth range of anybody's iPhone, make a note of that, or other Apple device, it can passively transmit the location to Apple and then to the customers, thus helping them locate it. So there was a lot in that right there, but let me continue. For example, you can locate an AirTag that's hundreds of miles away so long as somebody with an Apple device walks near it. Now, I knew what it was, I was not even aware of some of this. Jason, that seems a little invasive that you're walking around with your iPhone and I, Apple is using you to bounce signals off of somebody else's AirTag. Yes, it does. And it also feels like you could use it for sinister reasons. So not that that's what this crime is. I'm just giving backstory on its capabilities, where it came from. I'm sure it's evolved or devolved from what it could do as as it's been out on the market and people find things they can use it for. So let's delve in to this crime. And we're going to be coming back 
to the air tags because we can spend a lot of time dissecting it. So we know that it was used in this crime, not tracking a person per se, but it's a property, a vehicle, which is totally legal, right? You're using it. We could track anything we wanted to. So on March 29th, 2023, 44-year-old Andrew John Herrera was involved in a deadly shootout in a shopping center's parking lot in San Antonio, Texas. During the exchange, Herrera was shot and killed by who appears to be the owner of the truck that Herrera was driving. Allegedly, Herrera had stolen the truck and was unaware that the unnamed owner had tracked its location using an Apple AirTag. So, Sal, I'm assuming the owner was using the AirTag, as I just talked about, as a theft device in his vehicle and most likely had it hidden in the truck someplace. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, and it's not as simple as you use the AirTag to track your vehicle and then you contact the authorities and let them know where the vehicle is. In this instance, you use the AirTag to track your vehicle and go wild, wild west on a mofo. There is that. Yeah. I mean, I even thought it's not too far-fetched, but probably is, that Herrera stole the vehicle and the keys were in it and the key could have the air tag on there, you know, because it has a little holder for like a keychain. But that's probably not the case because if you saw that, you probably wouldn't want, you know, you'd probably discard that. But it was probably hidden in there for this very reason. If my truck ever gets stolen, I'm going to track it down. And you're absolutely right. This is Texas. I grew Mm. up in Oklahoma. It's very similar. A lot of guns. Or Florida. Or Florida. Well, officials from the San Antonio Police Department said they received a stolen vehicle report around 1 p.m. out of a home in North San Antonio. So, this was called in to the police. Stolen vehicle. Then the truck owner used the Apple AirTag to track the vehicle nearly 20 miles from where it was stolen. So was it like, I'm going to call that in. Oh, heck, I'm going to track it myself. It's right here. And then, like you said, headed over there to see what was what. Now, what we don't know is what led to this deadly exchange. Did the owner of the truck show up and confront Herrera? And well, we're about to get into that. But any thoughts you might have before I continue? Well, I'm just reminded of the time I was involved in a hit and run. Somebody uh, Hello. hit the back of my car. Yep. I was at a stoplight. Somebody hit the back of my they car. They air tagged you. They did. I, I got out of the car and the guy like waved me. He's like, oh, he gave me the yeah. like pull over sign. And I was like, okay. But at the last second, I thought, huh, I took out my phone. I took a picture of his license plate, mm-hmm. got in the car. That guy, like a bat out of hell, went around me and I started chasing the guy through Studio City off of Ventura Boulevard near Vineland. And I'm chasing this guy. I get on the phone with 911. I'm in hot, hot pursuit, pursuit of a guy who, who hit me. This guy even went on the opposite side of the road down Vineland. You know where the Beverly Garland is oh on Vineland gosh, in North yeah. Hollywood Studio City? That guy went on the other side of Vineland, drove the opposite side. Very LA. dangerous. Oh. He then made a, a left on, I think, Aqua Vista, one of those streets near Beverly Garland. And then I the operator said, stop chasing him. And I was obedient. I said, fine. I stopped chasing the guy, waited for the police to come. They never showed up. So I just left, filled out a report. As it turns out, the guy who hit me did have a warrant out for his arrest for assault. So he was a dangerous guy. 
Wow. Maybe it was lucky we didn't have any sort of incident. Who knows how it could have gone down? Maybe not in my yeah. favor, you know? So, yeah, the guy got away. Bo was charged. My insurance took care of it. It was all fine in the end. Wow. But, yeah, be careful going rogue. Be careful taking matters into your own hands. The law doesn't want you doing no. it. I didn't have a gun. Did he have a gun? Who knows? Wow. Anyway, I'm glad it all turned out as it did. That's incredible, Sal. And that is very fitting on That's a Crime. This episode of That's a Crime is hijacked by another episode of That's a Crime. So <laughs> I like it. I've actually, I think you've heard that story before, but it's amazing. And I'm so happy that you guys didn't have that confrontation. I mean, he wasn't even going to go through the whole insurance thing. He was looking to get out of there. You probably were okay. He's more of a fleer, but still very scary, man. I can't believe you chased him, but at the same time, you know, hey. You got to at least see what, what were you going to do had you caught up with him? That's where it could have got that's, weird. It's a, a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. And the next yeah, time you run into me, uh, <laughs> yeah. grab him by the collar, you asshole. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. The best thing you did was you got his tag. So that's when you probably should have slowed down. You got him. But uh, yeah, so here's what happens in this crime, which they weren't so fortunate. So the location of the vehicle did indeed become the deadly crime scene as authorities found several bullet casings and two cars with their windows shot out. So it's unclear and unreported if Herrera also had a gun, which could have escalated the confrontation. As of now, because this is very recent, like I said, and obviously according to the date, officials are determining if the suspect will be charged in the fatal shooting. Because, Sal, this could have been self-defense. We don't know anything beyond what I shared until more details are released. This is an active scene, active case. I mean, the owner could have showed up and said, that's my car, and the guy panics and pulls a gun on him. I mean, this is Texas, if they have the right to carry arms. So he pulls a gun on him, and he pulls that gun and starts shooting me. I don't know. I want to keep up with this case as it unfolds. Yeah, we're going to be getting more information about this. And mark my words, I bet we're going to find out the deceased, while he may have been a thief, probably did not have a gun and was probably just killed in cold blood. Well, then I'm kind of shocked that he reported it stolen. If he was going to go off and be a vigilante and just take it back, it's like, why would you even bring the police into play? You know? Well, it helps this case, right? I went to go chase after my stolen truck. That that sounds better than I just went to go chase a guy who stole my truck. In other words, it kind of legitimizes him chasing the guy by filing a report first. If you're going to do that, your plan isn't to kill. Your plan is to go get your truck back and maybe threaten. And threaten can turn very dark very quickly if someone else has a gun. That's my thinking. I don't know. And, uh, I mean, obviously there was a death and allegedly he stole a vehicle. Not good. Did he deserve to die just for that? No. So there's more to tell here. Well, Jason, I agree with you on that, that I don't think somebody deserves to die just because they stole property. I don't think you deserve that. But, but guess what? A lot of people do. Yeah. No, no. A lot of people do. I read a lot of, you know, you you read the comments. Don't read the comments, people. But you read the comments on any given article. A lot of people are completely in favor of using deadly force on somebody that's stealing your catalytic converter. Somebody's stealing your catalytic converter, you have a right to kill them? I don't think so. Where I come from, you deserve a good ass kicking, sure. But murder, death, no. 
No. So I hope to find out more as this case unfolds. So this will be one of the updates that we'll keep an eye on if they ever release this information. I I mean, they didn't even have the uh, truck owner's name. So just have Herrera. But Officer Nick Solas said the following sound. Please go ahead. If you are to get your vehicle stolen, please do not take matters into your own hands like this. It's never safe, as you can see by this incident. Yes. Much like we're discussing now. Much like you did, Sal, but you weren't able to catch up with him, thank goodness, in your, uh, in your crime. But Sal, after calling in the stolen vehicle to the police, it would have made sense to say, hey, here's the tracking information. It's right here. You know, maybe he tipped them off. I don't know. It wouldn't make sense to tip them off and also go there and beat them there with a gun. But rather than going rogue and repossessing your own vehicle. So, you know, I don't want to say, hey, this is where you screwed up because we don't know what happened in between those two timelines. But still, I just would let the police handle it. That's just me. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot left to be desired as far as the information that we have. I know we're going to be getting more information at some point. Hope so. And I absolutely want to revisit this and give our listeners more information and an update as soon as we get it. Yeah. So now shifting to Apple's play in this, a statement was also made by an Apple spokesperson. AirTag was designed to help people locate their personal belongings, not to track people or another person's property, and we condemn in the strongest possible terms any malicious use of our products. Unwanted tracking has long been a societal problem, and we took this concern seriously in the design of AirTag. It's why the Find My Network is built with privacy in mind, uses end-to-end encryption, and why we innovated with the first-ever proactive system to alert you of unwanted tracking. We hope this starts an industry trend for others to also provide these sorts of proactive warnings in their products. Okay, very interesting. You know, a lot of things there because when the AirTags first came out, I'm assuming they weren't quite as uh, sensitive to this, what people could do. Again, not pertinent to this particular crime because someone, this is their own vehicle. They put it in there. They weren't tracking this guy, but it just brings the bigger question into play. Like, wow, these things are that powerful. And obviously it did lead to a shooting. So it still is connected and Apple, you know, this is their defense. Now, after a growing number of cases where air tags were misused to track people, Apple announced that it would introduce further security measures to air tags. So there's a lot of this going on. We could probably do a whole set of crimes of people were using air tags. So yeah, or other tracking or devices. Other tracking devices. Other companies. Yeah, sure. just the technology. Yeah. These new security measures include alerting people earlier if an unknown air tag has been following them and they'll be able to find its exact location. This is where Apple probably is more trusting than another company that's like in this uh, space, like Tile. I don't know what they do for security. Apple's real big on security. But that's fascinating to know, Sal. Like, I'm going to get an alert like, wait, what? I'm being tracked? What's this? Wait, but hang on. But that's if you have an iPhone. If I'm walking around with a Samsung being tracked with an AirTag, I'm not going to get any. Well, I read that 
a dormant air tag that's not near its owner for X amount of time will just start beeping and just like go off. Like, yeah, so someone's tracking the air tag and like, hey, and now if it's in a suitcase for so long, but whatever, I just read that. Like, that's fascinating. So then it becomes this beacon that people could go say, what? Hey, hang on a second, Sal. <laughs> what is this? You put this yeah. here? So very interesting. And I'm sure it's going to continue to change as crooks do things, innovations come into play. And so it's kind of fascinating. And then I started thinking like, well, wait a second. Can I view an AirTag's location history? Well, the answer, Sal, is no. The Find My app will allow you to see the current location of a given AirTag, of any given AirTag that is connected to your account, but you cannot view the path of an AirTag over time, nor is the location history of an AirTag contained within the tag itself. So this is another deterrent from using an AirTag to track someone. But again, in regards to this unfortunate crime, the shooter was simply using it to track his vehicle, as I've pointed out. And as Officer Sola said, the shooter took matters into his own hands. But in regards to Apple and the AirTag, it is fascinating. I had no idea this was going on beneath the surface, Sal. I just thought, hey, I'll get one of these for, you know, Sophia's keys. But, you know, you really could take it further. Remember back in the day, it's like, oh, yeah, you got to, you know, you got to hide that beacon or that tracker on that car. Well, now that tracker is just a $29 instrument that is so little, coin size, you can hide it anywhere in a car, in a vehicle, in anything. Well, you know, Jason, when it comes to tracking, and I say this, as, as a Samsung user, yep. which is affiliated with Google. Okay, so it was a surprise to me one day when a couple of years, this was a couple of years ago, I got an email uh, from Google. You've been tracked. Google Maps specifically saying, hey, here's where you've been the last couple of months. Yeah. And it showed me where I never asked it to do this. And yet it did. And I happened to be on a major road trip through across multiple states. So it's kind of fun and neat to see. But at the same time, kind of creepy. we're being tracked. I never asked for this. And meanwhile, what if someone were able to hack into my Google account, hack into my yeah. phone somehow? There I go, all over the U.S. Hey, Sal's not home. I'm going to go visit his place. Yeah, I and know. He's got some action figures. Well, wow. I, I heard. I cannot uh, confirm. Wait hang on a second. Yeah, he does. Just a couple. Uh, yeah, there's that. There's the dark side. And you can turn that stuff off, I believe. I know with Apple, I mean, they've really changed a lot of things. Like anytime you download an app now, it's like allow tracking or not. So why even allow it unless you really need it? So this though, this tool, this AirTag is meant to do just that. And actually, I think it's a good resource. So yes, it led to someone dying here. And there's that unfortunateness. Had he not had an air tag, he can't find the guy. Hopefully the cops find the car or it's abandoned or not. Yes, the likelihood of Herrera dying are minuscule. It's not going to happen. He's not going to find him most likely. So that's not really what Apple's defending against, right? Because this guy was using it as he should be using it, but took it too far. But it just was a bigger talking point for me. I thought, wow, I, I really want to see what other unfortunately, crimes pop up with this device. And some were funny. I saw that. Well, some weren't crimes, but it's like, uh, 
Well, one guy went to go find his suitcase because he had the device in his suitcase. His luggage was lost. He goes to the guy's house that has it, and he knocks on the door, and he's wearing his clothes. <laughs> so there's like the, the innocent version. <laughs> Sure. I don't sure. think that led to a crime. I don't think they went fisticuffs. I think it was like an embarrassing moment. But, yeah. you know, and I, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to come back to this. There's probably something to delve into. And we've also covered an Apple Watch, which I'm wearing now. It came up in a crime because it called 911. So technology can also really be your friend in a lot of ways. It's just... Uh, how you take it, you know. And actually, I did a, a crime recently on an Apple store getting robbed. So we're not just <laughs> sponsored by Apple. So I wasn't, I wasn't going to tell you this, but yes, we're not. But uh, fascinating crimes nonetheless. But please, go ahead. I was just going to say, Jason, I, I, I really would like to let, you know, I have mixed feelings about this whole thing. Like, for example, people want to like sue the gun companies, you know, like they yeah. mass shootings, like they, I think, literally creating class action lawsuits against gun companies. Like, is it Apple's fault that this happens? That somebody misuses something of theirs to do something malicious and malevolent? Is it Apple's fault? I would say no. It's no. not their fault. Um, and they obviously seem to be trying to take measures to prevent things like this from happening. Yeah. So obviously Apple doesn't want blood on their hands, you know? So I think in this instance, I'll definitely let Apple off the hook. I'll let other tracking companies off the hook and just, again, point the finger at these people that use tools yeah. that should be used for you know pedestrian mundane things for malicious things so look out for those types of people i completely agree so i do not blame apple in this instance people have tools they're going to have technology it's what you do with it and maybe we'll come back on a crime that's more questionable like was apple liable here or another company tile comes to mind because i got one of those for sophia this christmas but anyway yes absolutely interesting fascinating an unfortunate death to Herrera, and uh, hopefully we'll get an update and we could enlighten everyone on the other facts in the case. Yeah, rest in peace, Herrera. You know what? I don't support stealing cars, no. but I don't think you deserve to die for stealing a car. So rest in peace, and you know, hopefully in your next life, things will be better for you. Yeah. And that covers the true crime story of the man uses Apple AirTag to track down and kill person who stole his vehicle in 2023. So thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the That's a Crime podcast and the That's a Crime YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any That's a Crime social media platform. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com.